Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Jesse Moore, and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. We are here to make good leaders great leaders. Today on the show, we have Mr. Boyd Weaver. Hello, Boyd. How are you today? Doing great. All right. Glad to be here. Yeah, great. Glad to have you here. Tell me uh, a little bit of something about yourself. I'm uh, native from Waco. I've uh, been here 48 years, all my life. Um, spent a few years in the military, came back. Uh, So what did you uh, what did you do while you were in the military? What was your MOS? Dental lab technician. Dental lab technician. Echo, November five, yes sir. Oh, all right. Then how long did you you stay in the military? About four years. That's army or army. Army <laughs> about four years. That's all you could take. I had to come back home. You had to come back home, <laughs> man. Hey, man, you did better than I did. You know, I was in the National Guard for a little while, and uh, I think I made it through basic training, and uh, that might have been it. You know. That's okay. uh, You you were there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So uh, tell me, so what what do you do now for a living? I'm a manager at 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven? Been there eight years. Eight years? Uh, Tell me just a little bit about, you know, your your role. What do you do? I'm general manager. I'm over the store on Robinson Drive. Uh, I do the hiring, training, um, developing of the people in the store, running all aspects of the business. Okay. Okay. Tell me about your uh, your training program that you have over there. Each store is different. Um, I typically work with the new uh, new hires myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, I know that they learned it from me. Okay. <laughs> the correct right. way. The correct way. Yes, sir. Sure. Uh, they spend about three days with me, and then I uh, let them go with the team members or assistants. Okay. Uh, and uh, they finish out the week. Okay. So when you're training this. Uh, these group of people, uh, tell me uh, what what exactly are you training them? Uh, I train them on the dirty work. <laughs> okay, and, and uh, cleaning pumps. Okay, uh, stocking. Okay, uh, resetting, uh, resetting fixtures, uh, resetting uh, modulars. Right. Uh, sweeping, mopping, just the basic stuff. I want them to see me do all the dirty work because they watch me. Uh, then I watch them, and then I have them explain to me what they're doing. Okay. Uh, so I want them to see me as the leader, right, doing okay. everything that they will be asked to do by everyone else. Right. That is uh, that is that is key because I won't I will not ask somebody to do something that they don't see me doing. Yes, sir. So if we have to clean up whatever we have to clean up, you know, go into the bathroom and clean up whatever it is, uh, you're gonna see me do it first. Yes, sir. And then you come behind. So when I ask you, you know, that's not my job. Nah, that's all of our job. 
Exactly. If you're here on the clock, that's all a job. From the top to the bottom. From the top, from the rooter to the tutor, like yes, I used to say. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. That's it. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Tell me, what is one of the most important values that you demonstrate as a leader? Integrity. I, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say, and I follow through with it. Right. Okay. Okay. So, Wow, uh, and, and integrity is a, is a big, a big, a big thing. Big man. scope, yes. Big scope, yeah. broad, yes. broad, yeah. broad. Tell me about, uh, tell me about character. That's huge. That's 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 huge. That, that's huge. That's huge. Uh, character is very important uh, because it says who you are. You know, uh, it's the the trait you represent. It's the little things that 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 you give off that you really don't know because of subconscious. Right. Uh, whether you, I don't know if I can say it, whether, whether you lie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, you know, you backtrack on what you say. You know, I listen to every word you say and make sure that, that, that you know, what you tell me in, your, in the interview, right. I see out on the floor. Your, your character is who you are. Yes. Is who you are. It, and yeah. Basically, no matter if you're in leadership or not, you know, your character is who you are. Exactly. I remember when I was growing up, man, and a young guy, you know, shoot, man, character, what, what's character? Don't <laughs> care anything about character, <laughs> you know, but once you start maturing, yes. you know, when you get into these leadership roles, you have to start, uh, you, you have to start showing integrity. You have to yes. start showing uh, that you have uh, trustworthiness yes. and, make, and show that you, you know, has, you have great character. And that's one of the things your people are always looking at you at what you're doing, you know, no matter what it is, you yes. know, they're always, they're like a sponge. They're soaking it up. If they see you on your cell phone, they're going to get on their cell phone. They think it's okay. Even though the policy says, even though the policy says no cell phones, but we see, you know, manager Boyd, on his cell phone, you know what? It's okay because he's on his. Exactly, exactly. You have to lead by example. You have to lead by example. Absolutely. Yeah. So commitment, commitment. How do you, how do you uh, how have you gained commitment? You know, from your team. Like you said, they're a sponge. Right. They're not going to give no more than they see their leader gives. Right. Uh, a lot of my um, workers. They go that extra mile because they see me go the extra mile. They do it for me. People don't work for companies. They they, they work for people. Absolutely. Uh, so if if I go in, you know, half doing my job, not really wanting to be there, right? they're going to put forth that same effort. I go in every day, give it 100%, right. uh, go above and beyond. Right. Uh, they know they know they can count on me. Right. I'm in the trenches with them. Right. And and that's it. That, that they know that you're in the trenches with them. When you had COVID came by, how was that for you guys? That is something I've never seen in the 20-plus years I've, I've worked. <laughs> and I've been a manager for 20 of 23 of those years, uh, and I've never seen anything like this. It, it, was, it was devastating. It was a lot of change, uh, a lot of newness. Right. And it, was, it was very, I won't say hard, but, but it, it – took a little bit of time to navigate through that. Right. Uh, with everybody getting sick and, right. and especially in the beginning, 14 days off, just that, uh, right. you know, just, right. uh, it, 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 it took a toll. That's right. where commitment came in. Yeah. Right. You know? Absolutely. Because the, when there's no one else to work, yes, we were working. Yeah. At that time, uh, I was yeah. the area manager. Uh, so I had, 
uh, eight stores uh, from Gatesville all the Waco stores, China Springs. Uh, and my managers were working 18, 20 yeah. hours a day. I was going in working yeah. overnight so they can, you know, yeah. get a few hours sleep. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but that's where I got the commitment from, commitment from them because right. they see me coming in. Hey, right. go home. Right. I'll get the rest of the shift. You know, right. I'll, I'll work the overnight. You go get some rest. Right. So they saw the commitment from me. Right. And I didn't have to ask them to stay. They, they did it because, you know, it had to be done. Right. They see you hustling, see you working, say, man, somebody got to help this guy out. Yes, sir. Somebody yes, got to help this guy out. It's, it's, it's the, the team. Yeah, right. Absolutely, man. I, I'm going to tell you, man, I had never seen so much death before in my life. Yes. Yeah. Working, you know, I'm serious. And, uh, I'm sure that somebody that's been in the military, that's been in war, combat, sure. But it was, that was combat for us here. Yes, yes. Uh, man, because it, it, was, it was a hard situation to do, man. I, my people were scared. I'm scared, but I got to go in the trenches. You know, just like a uh, sergeant or, or, or first sergeant or whoever in the military, look, they're scared too, but I can't show you that I'm scared. Exactly. I can't show exactly. you that I'm scared. So you have to go in and deal with this. And every other patient had COVID. They're coughing on you. You can't run. You want to run. You want to leave. You want to get the heck out of there. But you had to do it. You had to do it. You got to go in and do it. You know, even though it, it's 7-Eleven, you know, right. we were considered uh, – Essential. Essential, yeah. You know, we, we couldn't close. Right. Uh, so we had the same fear as everybody else for everybody else, uh, like you guys in the medical field. Yeah, right. Uh, everybody else could go home. Well, right. We got to take care. We got to be there with it, dealing right. with folks in and out. Right. And still have the right. worry in the back of our mind that we're going to take this home to our, to our families. Right. You know, Absolutely. So, 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 you know, so tell me, you know, I'm, I'm getting off a little bit off script. So with, with, with your wife is a nurse. Yes. You work. I mean, how did y'all, man, how, how did. How Grace did you guys do that? <laughs> Grace of God. And you got young ones. Uh, young ones. Uh, the youngest one is nine. Uh, oldest one's 25, seven all together. Uh, but it, uh, COVID, it, it was hard. It was hard. I personally, uh, we lost six six family members wow. during COVID. Wow. Uh, wow. So it, it hit us hard, but at the same time, still had to strap up the boots and yeah. put on the put on the face and sure. and and. and, and, and Keep our people calm. Right. Uh, that was the biggest thing. Keep, keep keeping, right. As you know as well, yeah, yeah, keeping yeah. keeping our workers calm. Yeah. Right. Uh, if, if if we're scared. Right. Everybody's scared. So we have to we have to be the the, the calm in got the storm. It. I got so. it. I got it. Because you, you, what happens is your team they take their cue from you. Yes. They take their cue from you. You know. So tell me, did you lose any 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 members of your teams? Uh, I was fortunate. No. Now I had team members lose family members. Yeah, but I did not lose a member of my team, and that was Good. a blessing. But thank so, the Lord for that. Yeah, yes. right. Tell me about in leadership. Tell me about how do how does a leader fail? We feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not a decision that I take lightly. Uh, what I try to explain to my assistants, I have uh, four assistants on the retail side and three members of, of, of uh, management on the food side. Uh, but I try to let them know that, that we have people's lives in our hands. Mm -hmm. You know, the decisions we make, right. you don't know how that's going to play out on, on there. You know, somebody could be one paycheck away from losing their house, one paycheck right. away from wow. losing their car. Wow. Uh, so the decisions we make need to be thought through. We just can't just 
you know, make decisions willy nilly. Right. Because it's gonna it's gonna affect. Right. It's gonna be a ripple effect. Absolutely, I get it. Because and so when so so when when you're discipline an employee, so so you have to have a relationship with your employees. Yes. So what happens? So when you when you are disciplining them, what happens is you have to make sure you got to really find out what's 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 the bottom problem, what's the bottom line, the root the root of the problem, because. Okay, and so how I find out what's the root of the problem, before there is a problem, I find out I, I have a relationship with my with my employee. Yes. I try to ask them all about, you know, their families, you know, the people that I work with. Uh, I pretty much know their kids, you know. And so, and I tell them, I and I, and I look at them and I study them. Are you okay today? You know, mm-hmm. is something bothering mm-hmm. you? And they'll come in and say, yeah, well, I'm having a little something issues at home. I yes. say, okay, well, I say, I say, if you want to talk about it, uh, no, I think I'll be okay. Okay, fine, you know. So, but, so when you know, when you have a relationship with your, your people, with your team member, uh, team members, you know that something is, when something's wrong, when something's not wrong. Yes. And so therefore you can pull them to the side. Look, I know something is wrong with you. Come on and tell me. Exactly. Come on and tell me what's going on so we can talk about it because it's starting to affect your job now. Yes. Because we are in a situation that, okay, we're, we're, we're dealing with customer service. And when you're dealing with cu- customer service, you got to put a smile on your face at all times. You're on stage. <laughs> you're you're on always stage. on stage. Yes, so sir. tell me, you know, so tell me about, can, do you have that relationship with your with your, with yes. your team members? With all my team members. And, it, and it's not only finding the root cause. The other side to that is finding out what motivates them. Right. Uh, yeah. Some people motivated by, by, by making as much money as they can. Right. Uh, but you can have a person right next to them right. that, Quality of life is the most important thing. Right. So you giving them more hours right. is turning them off because they want to spend more time with their family. Right. You know, they want to get in, do their job, do their job well, and go home. Uh, so it's learning what motivates them. Right. You know? Right. Uh, you talk to the, you know, you got, got your younger kids, you know, hey. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to get this new car, blah, blah, blah. You know, right. And, right. and you learn how to steer them in the right direction by what motivates them. Right. Right. Uh, you know, you not going to get that car. You know, you keep coming in late. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Man, you're right. You're right. You're on your you know? way out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it, 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 it's <clears throat> being engaged with your people, have, having a relationship with, with your people, uh, and knowing what makes them tick. Right, right. everybody has their own motivation for being there. Right. And like I tell everybody, you know, if, if you didn't have to work, you wouldn't be here. I, I promise you. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so we're all here for something, so you got to find what right. that something is right. uh, to keep them on track. So tell me this. So how do you reward your employees? Because you, you work in 7-Eleven, so you got everything. They got everything at their heads pretty much. You know, you, when I say that, I say, like, uh, because I reward my people with food, mm-hmm. you know. So you like, well, uh, how do you do it? You know, how do you do it? Y'all surrounded by food. <laughs> how do you do it? Uh, I'm not a big rewarder, and that's the bad thing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I reward in a different way. Okay. Uh, um. Every now and then, I, I do buy buy lunch, okay. uh, but that's rare. And my folks, tell, you know, tell you, know, boys tight, boys tight. You know, uh, you get a good job out of me, and it, it means something because I just don't throw it throw it around. Right. I think uh, this time and age, it's a lot of things are watered down. Right. Uh, I'm old school. You know, come yeah. from, <laughs> no, no, uh, I get it. I get you it. You know, we get paid to do a job. You right. know, right. That reward comes every other. Thursday for us, payday. Yeah, right. Uh, now, when you go above and beyond that, you know, I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going right. to spend that extra time with you. Right. I'm going to 
see if you want to go to that next level and, and get you to that next level. Right. Uh, uh, but I do from time to time, you know, right. buy okay. foods. But okay. that's just never been my, I've, I've never never been that guy. Yeah, right. Okay. And so, you know, the thing about it is that, uh, you, but I do have people. I have my, like my, <laughs> I got assistants that love doing that. So I let, I, I, that's I, them. I let them do that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you let we'll, them do we'll, them. Right. Yeah, we'll pay for it. Store pay for it. Right. But y'all do it because that's not something I'm going to keep up with on a regular basis. Right. Right. Uh, so I, I have people in place that, that, yeah. that will do that. Sure. Uh, sure. But, they don't expect it from me, but when they when they when they get the you know you're doing a good job, or when I do take them under my wing to right. to, to get them to the next level, system manager, GM, or, or right. hire, right. Uh, you know, I always get that. I really appreciate you, you know. So right. So tell me how you dealing. You deal with a lot of people. Yes. I mean, you when I say a lot of people, I mean a lot of employees, and then the, and your your door is constantly revolving. Yes. Those, that that type of business, you know, it, it's a, the turnaround is, is great. Turnover is huge. Yeah, right. So 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 tell me, how do you discipline, and how how do you react with each one? Because you have different attitudes, you know. So and so, I can ask you what's your your leadership style, but your leadership style is going to change with every person because all of them don't have the same, you know, don't have the same. I know uh, that your best managers. Yeah, uh, you don't have one management style. Right, uh, your best managers can manage to that employee, absolutely. to that person. Absolutely, and, uh, I was a trainer for years, uh, certified trainer. So I trained. This was when I was GM, uh, which is the position I'm in now. Uh, I trained uh, regional directors, area managers, GMs, and assistants. So right. uh, anybody in Central Texas went through me. Right, uh, so, and that's because I can adapt to them. Right. Uh, same way when I train them, uh, everybody doesn't learn the same. Right. Uh, I just, you know, been blessed with the ability to be able to adapt to the person I'm with. Right. Uh, to bring the best out of them. Right. So. Right. And that man, kudos to you for that. You know, because a lot of people, you know, can't do that. You know, they they get frustrated. Yes. You know, why are you you're getting frustrated because you're working against the grain. Yes. You have to really find out what makes these people tick, yes. and that boils back down to relationships. Exactly. And if you don't have a relationship with people, will turn you off. Yes. You know, they they cut you off. They okay. They just stop listening. You know. But when you get to know them, say, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, so and so forth. You know. I could tell you one of my my greatest accomplishments was you know when my boss came to me. Uh, I was always the last chance manager. Uh, they would send me to me before they got rid of them. Wow. And there were several occasions my boss came to me and she was like, boy, how did you get this person? This is a complete 360. <laughs> I said I adapted to her. I said they have it in them. You wouldn't have, you, you right. wouldn't have promoted them, you know. But people react different to different leadership styles. Right. And – like we just said, you know, the best leaders are able to adapt to their people and not make everybody adapt to them. Right. There are some cert- some things that are non-negotiable, but for right. the most part, right, you have to be adaptable. Right, right, right. And you know, just you know, going back though, you, I was uh, one of my my uh, coworkers was saying that they had a problem with a with a person at work, and and that person did have a little quite of an attitude, you know. But one day, I brought her a cup of coffee. And you just would have thought that we we're the best friends. We talk about everything. Yes, and that changed everything. That changed everything. Yes, I, I, I yes. don't know what you're talking about. You just got to get to know her, you know. Exactly. You know, and a, 
find out she has sisters and she drives and, you know, just goes on trips and stuff like that. But I got to know her. Exactly. But, you know, you have to reach out yes. to people, you know, and then so you can really understand who they are. Right. Yes, sir. Tell me about your 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 your, your greatest strength. My adaptability. Adaptability. My adaptability. Okay. Okay. Uh, just being able, uh, not just with people, not just with training, right. just different situations. You're, you're right. thrown in, right, in the middle of everything. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you walk out. Right. Hey, this this just happened. It's just so you have to just be able to think on the fly. Weakness. Um. Stubborn. <laughs> no. Stubborn. Uh. You know, change, change. Uh. Change is hard, <laughs> but it's a must. You know, if you don't if you don't change, you're gonna get left behind. Uh, right. So I'm I'm kind of stubborn when it comes to change. At the end of the day, I do understand. Uh, as long as this says Seven Eleven not Boyd or any company, right? I have to do what they ask. You know, right? Uh, but I am that guy who who's who's courageous with their point of view. So right. uh, I am gonna address what I I feel are, are concerns or opportunities, uh, and then move forward. Right. You know, once I've addressed it, I did my part. Right, right. So, uh, you know, this is a leadership. You know, you just don't go to a job and tell them that, hey, I want to be the manager. How did you get to be the store manager and then the director? Uh, Talk about originally when I first got into management? When you first got into management. Oh, man, this is a. Great story. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're here for. <laughs> uh, my first management role was at IHOP. Uh, I got out the military, came back. I was waiting tables. Uh, waited tables overnight. Uh, gave me the worst section. Uh, made a killer. Uh, $100, $200 a night, depending on the night. And this was back in the uh, late 90s. Yeah, I get uh, it. I get uh, it. They uh, thought I was stealing tips. Uh, brought me to day shift. Uh, gave me, if you remember the IHOP uh, at Baylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They gave me the two-topper at the back end and a four-topper. Putting it out, putting the food out. When I got there, the ladies, was all ladies, you know. Well, you know, hey, you're not going to get those big tips in the daytime. You're not going to get no more than $1 or $2. I can't live off $1 or $2. I said, anybody who sits at my table, it's $5 minimum. I don't tell them, I show them. Started cranking out tips. Like doubling what what the best person had, uh, manager's name is Manuel. They call him Manny. Uh, came up to me and said, "Hey, boy, have you ever thought about being a manager?" Uh, I said, "No." Uh, he said, "Man, I've been watching." He said, "You know, I, I like the way you interact with the guests. Uh, you know, I would love to develop you." He took a chance on a guy out of the military, no 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 college, uh, just worth it. Yeah, uh, and I've been a manager ever since. Yeah. Uh, so he just took a chance on me. Uh, you know, yes, it was my, my worth ethic, my hard work, uh, but somebody has to take a chance on me. Yeah. So, uh, and once I became it, uh, once I became a manager, uh, my mom, you know, get all that insight from your parents and your oh, grandparents. Yeah. You know, get the title. Yeah. Once you get the title, then you show them what you were. Yeah. Don't worry about what you get paid. Right. You right. Know? And, and, you know, right. another thing my mom and grandma always told me, you know, there's always money's always at the top, not at the bottom. Right. But you got to start somewhere. Right. You know, if you're gonna shovel right. ditches, right. be the best. Right. And work God. your way to the top. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where the money's at. Yeah. Right. So you know, uh, but once I became manager, you know, I showed them, I learned, uh, learned skills I need to learn. Right. Uh, 
And then now it's about how much you're going to pay me. It's not about do I want to be a manager now. It's it's this yeah. is how much I'm worth. This right, is, right. So it changes the no conversation once you get that experience. Yeah. And once you get that reputation behind you, because your your, your reputation follows you no matter where you go. People talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're they're got your circle in in in, oh, yeah. in medical field. You got right. your circle in in customer service. Right. Uh, so people talk, and your reputation and your character always follow. Right. Right. Uh, you know, that's the same story, man. I, I, I started out, come out the military, man. <laughs> and I yeah, started waiting tables too, man. Yeah. Oh, man, shoot, I was making money. Boy, oh, man, yeah. it was, oh, man, good, honest money. Yeah. You yeah. know, but, you know, cash. Get, get, <laughs> cash money, you know. And I was 19 at the time, man. Then I got to be a, a, a manager of a restaurant called House of Pies. Okay. House of Pies restaurant was in, in Houston at that time. Okay. And one of them they called House of Guys. But, you know, we get, that's another subject <laughs> right there. But, you know, but it was called House of Pies. And then, man, oh, man, I learned how to, you know, to uh, wait tables, man. I got to be a manager. And yeah. that's that's why it all started. at how to cook. You know, <clears throat> oh, yeah, most definitely. Whole restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yes. Most, most definitely. Yes. Most definitely. Have you ever been reprimanded as a leader? Yes, I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, actually, once. As a leader, once, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that was, um, I offended a lady by patting her on the back. Uh, I'm always a patter, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, and that was my first lesson on keeping your hands to yourself. Right, uh, you're in a position of authority. Uh, don't talk with your hands. <laughs> right. Uh, you right. know, like with me and you, we dab, we right. hug. Uh, I walked up behind her, and I pat her on the back and, you know, said, hey, and I scared her. Uh, but you don't know what nobody's going through. She right. had past traumas. Right. And it set her off, and, and, you know, she told him, you know, he didn't do anything, but it just bothered me that he touched me, and he, he scared me. Right. Uh, so, and that's when I realized, you know, everybody has different stories. Right. Uh, so. Right. Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. Uh, so that was the only time I've been reprimanded. Right. But I, but it was a lesson learned because, you know, I just take everything for granted. You know, right. you know hey, how's right. it going? What's up? Right. You know, right. uh, but, you know, some people didn't, you know, didn't have a right. good memory. So, 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 you know, and, and one thing about it is that you have to, when you get into that leadership role, the things that you used to do, the things that you used to say, you cannot say or do those things anymore. You're on stage. Everybody's watching you. Everybody's watching. Uh, that's from <clears throat> social media to to right. you going day to day. Even right. if the uniform's off, right. you represent the company. They right. don't see Boyd. Right. They see Seven Eleven. Right. That guy from Seven Eleven. So uh, you have you're on stage no matter where you're at. Discrimination. Yes. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> uh very alive and well. Very alive, uh, right? Very alive and well, right? Uh, it's uh, it's something we deal with on a day to day basis. We're, we were raised in it, uh, right? We were raised through it, right? <laughs> uh, right. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were told the same thing. Yeah, uh, I was told yeah. you got to work ten times harder to get the same recognition. Absolutely, and that hasn't stopped. Uh, right. I've been in positions of leadership since I was 24, 25, mm-hmm. uh, and Typically, the higher I move, the less people I see that look like me. Yeah, uh, right. So again, you know, no, no, no jabs at the company. That's just yeah. what we see. Yeah, uh, and even day to day with customers, uh, with COVID, it got worse. Uh, during COVID, uh, 
the, it just got worse. Uh, people are more on edge, uh, right. more free, thinking that they can talk to anybody any was kind that, of way. Was that COVID or was that the president? I just thought about that pro- president. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you know, you know. Okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and so after George Floyd, that stuff with George Floyd, things start happening and things start getting more prevalent. Yes, it, right. it brought it back to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until then, I think it was uh, it never went away. I think it was just a good job hiding it. Right. Uh, but people got comfortable. People right. got lax. And you know, every day somebody's calling one of my associates. Uh, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Tell me about diversity in your business. When you see, when you go to hire somebody, what are you looking at? Um. So, me personally, uh, I never, I didn't never try to stack the deck. Uh, yeah. And this is no matter where I've worked. Uh, if you want to attract all walks of life, you have to employ all walks of life. So I don't want a store that's all black. I don't want a store that's all white. I don't want a store that's all Hispanic. Right. I want a mixture. I want I want right. my employees to look like a cross section of our our customers. That way, any customer that comes in feel comfortable. Everybody, somebody can relate. Yeah. So it's not a certain number, but I try to be mindful. Uh, like now, you know, I have two black managers. I'm black myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I'm going to get the most qualified, but if if I can find one white, Hispanic. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, as long as they're qualified. As long as they're qualified. Get the job done. But we try to be mindful that everybody wants to see somebody that looks like them. Right, right, so. right. I get it, I get it. It's because, you know, now you see that uh, you go in these big organizations uh, and you see across the – you know, they have the, the pictures of everybody yes. a lot of times, and you see these older white guys that's up there, and you don't see any minorities up there. Yes. Then you already know what kind of company you're working for, basically. Exactly. People, and I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not being racist, I'm not being anything like that, but I'm just, the, 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 the writing is on the wall. Yes. But yeah. when you go in and you see somebody that looks like you, or you see another brown-skinned person then you feel like, okay, I got a chance here. I got a chance. And that's my, that was going to be my exact word. I, I got a chance. chance. I, I got a chance. And yes. all we're asking for is a chance. Exactly. Good. Give us a chance. We'll do it. Because mama, <laughs> mama has already told us we have to work 10 times harder. To get the same record. And whatever you do, you do it because somebody's always watching you. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. So tell me, last thing, boy, for a young, what would what advice would you give a young a young person that wanted to be that wants to be a manager or or be in leadership first thing you have to prioritize uh a lot of people want management uh and i remember when i was young uh I apply for every manager job. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, you you got to start somewhere. <laughs> okay. Hey, you never know. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but are you willing to make the sacrifices? Uh and then on that same end, edge of that sword, uh, you have to know what your limit is. Uh, I spent the first half of my life sacrificing. Every, my whole family knew you weren't going to see Boyd. He was at work. Right. Uh, now in this latter half, I'm realizing that, you know, my kids might have wanted dad and not that paycheck. Absolutely. <laughs> right. 
Uh, so to catch you, some baseball games, exactly. soccer games. Exactly. And yeah. I think that this day and age, people are more looking for the work-life balance. So it's a change for us as companies uh, because people are giving up their jobs so they can spend time uh, with their families uh, and doing the things that they want to do. So so the workforce is renavigating that because uh, it turned from a – employer's market to an employee's market. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's one thing COVID did. So at this point, the employees right. got a lot of pull. That's why the pay right. is looking like it's looking. Right, uh, right. Because they're not settling anymore. Right, right. Uh, but back to your question. Sorry, I got off topic. <laughs> no, but that's great. That's uh, good stuff. Uh, prioritizing, uh, knowing your limitations, uh, and, and and don't settle. Right. Uh, don't sell yourself. Uh, because some some companies want you to sell yourself. It's all about them, and at the end of the day, uh, the company's gonna go on with or without you. You hope it goes on with you, but I, I could die of COVID today, right? And they'll have me replaced in a week, right? Uh, wow. So uh, you have to know your limitations, uh, and don't sell your soul, right? Stay true to yourself, uh, and nothing's gonna be given to you. No matter what color you are, you're going to have to work for it. Absolutely. What's the last book you read? The last book? The Bible. Wow. How do you, <laughs> how do you begin your mornings? Uh, actually, in prayer. Uh, I lay in bed. I woke, but just right. stay in bed and just, yeah. uh, just pray. Right. Uh, try to get my thoughts together for the day. Sure. Uh, then I get up, feed my dogs, and yeah. get dressed while they're outside eating. <laughs> right, uh, but that's how I start my day. And I tell, uh, I tell everyone right now: if you have a leader that starts his day off with, with prayer, you got a great leader. Because one of the things he's doing, he's asking the Lord to guide him throughout the day that he make the right decisions. Yes, because he has a lot of lives in his hands. Yes, and so if you get a guy that looks for his direction from the Lord Jesus Christ, you can't go wrong. That's all we have today, folks. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at roguemedianetwork.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website, which is iconleadership.org.